0: Hello, my friends, and welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted Nostin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. I hope you guys are all having an absolutely wonderfully blessed day, as always, and I encourage you to continue to eat clean and be healthy. I have an article here I'm going to talk about here in a second, and uh, I want to go into detail on what is going on with the food supply, why we're being told so much propaganda about what is good and what is bad when most of it's bad, and what you can do to combat it, including making your own informed decisions about food. Also, too, be sure to check out, the Health Masters website for the ultimate multiple powder that will be on sale to the end of this week, actually the end of the month, so you guys will have the weekend to take advantage of that sale. And also, to be sure to check out the product of the week, which you all voted and it won. The purple sticks are going to be going on sale today. I know that's one of everybody's favorites, including Dad. So I'll be having that up on the website as winner of product of the week after the show, so be sure to check it out. Now, I have an article. I'm going to post it on the website now. A scientific team at the Friedman School of Nutrition Science has now developed a new tool they're rolling out for the general public to be essentially uh, mind-controlled even further. <laughs> and it's, they're saying it's a new tool to help consumers, food companies, restaurants, and cafeterias choose and produce healthier food and officials to make sound public nutrition policy. All right? So I heard this. I'm like, all right, well, let's see what these guys got it. Maybe they're going to come out with some pretty pretty relevant information that's accurate about food. It says the food company, the Food Compass, is a new nutrient profiling system developed over 3 years that incorporates cutting-edge science on how different characteristics of food positively or negatively impact your health. The new Food Compass system was developed and then tested using detailed national database of 8,032 foods and beverages consumed by Americans. It scores on 54 different characteristics across nine domains, representing different health-relative aspects of food, drinks, and mixed meals, providing one of the most comprehensive food nutrient profiling systems in the world. And I'm like, more I'm reading into this, I'm like, oh, wow, this is exciting. I'm really excited to see what they're coming out with this, hoping, hoping (laughs) that they're going to come out with something that's really, really accurate. And, of course, I was grossly disappointed. The food ranking tool that they put together here is nothing short of full-blown propaganda. It goes on a scale of essentially 1 to 100. 100 being in the green, meaning one of the best foods you can possibly eat, and they list watermelon at the top. I'm like, alright, well if you can get organic watermelon, I don't know how nutrient, I mean, that's watermelon. <laughs> I don't know how that's a top nutrient food, but I'm like, okay, what, what's what? let's go down the list a little bit more. What's still in the green? Oh, The next one down the list is Frosted Mini weeks. yeah, that's that's the top of the list. A few below watermelon. Frosted Mini weeks. Okay, let's let's go down a little bit further. We have chocolate covered almonds and honey nut Cheerios. Okay, let's. Then we have sweet potato fries listed at a ranking of 69. Oh, at 62 here. I thought I was to be excited in egg substitute fried in vegetable oil. Egg substitute, that's the liquid eggs you pour out of a jug cooked in vegetable oil, omega-6 fats. They're listing this at a ranking of 62, which is still very, very high on the spectrum scale of one of the best foods you can possibly eat. What's below that? Oh, Lucky Charms. Lucky Charms, rated at 60. Wow, okay, let's let's go a little bit further down here. Oh, almond, M&M's. Oh, that's that's definitely high on the nutrient scale. Almond M&M's come in at a 43. Well, let's scale down and see what's on the worst of the list, because obviously we're already seeing those, but they're ranking them high. Well, these go into the red. The red are to be minimized or used very rarely and pretty much do not use on a regular basis is what they say in the red. You know what the first one is? Rated it at measly 29, meaning pretty much you need to rarely ever eat this. Whole eggs cooked in butter. I'm not joking, guys. I'm going to post this on the website. This is what they rank as one of the worst things you can possibly eat: is whole eggs fried in butter. The uh, what's down the list? Oh, whole cheddar cheese. Oh, and of course, you already know what they're going to slam at number twenty-six. I Meaning you need to rarely ever eat this: is beef. Yeah, we got mini wheats, honey nut oats and Lucky Charms at the top of the list, and we have whole eggs with butter, cheese, and beef at the very bottom. Now, if you can't see what they're doing, and by the way, there was tens of millions of dollars spent in this research study that's being used by Tufts to basically show this ranking tool of the food compass. What they're doing here now is they're coming out saying, we know it's best for you, eating egg substitute fried and vegetable oil, which, by the way, That shows you blatantly the fundamental nutrition ignorance of saying that using omega-6 fats with substituted eggs is actually healthy for you, much less healthier than whole eggs cooked in butter, shows you the level of what they're doing. Now, what this food compass is also going to be used for is for, like I said, cafeterias at schools, restaurants, and other certain elements that provide food. To rank on best to worst of what food they need to have available to the general public. In July uh, twenty, uh, July twenty fifth, twenty twenty two, just a couple days ago, the Substack article Ty Cole's in this article also pointed out that one of the creators of Food Compass is basically part of the development team for the White House conference on nutrition scheduled to take place in twenty twenty two September. The food compass, which gives top ratings to Cheerios, Lucky Charms, and Cocoa Puffs, is absurd on the very face of it, and all nearly 70 brand-name cereals from General Mills (laughs) rank twice as high as eggs cooked in butter or a piece of plain whole wheat toast. He goes on to say, what kind of dystopian world has nutrition science entered into whereby a university, peer-reviewed journal, and one of the field's most influential leaders legitimizes advice telling the public to eat more Lucky Charms and fewer eggs? Simply eyeballing these recommendations should be enough to know this diet is a get-sick, diabetes diet, a high-carb, sugar-laden, candy-coated highway to ill health. (laughs) well said on that. But again – this is what we're starting to see in the entire world, and I've, I've explained this in detail. When you start doing things like telling people there is no gender, men can have babies, you're completely wiping out natural laws, and of course you're going completely against biblical laws. When you go in and say lucky charms are the healthiest thing you can eat, do not eat eggs cooked in butter or beef. Those are very bad for you. Again, you go against completely and totally against all nutritional guidelines we've ever researched for hundreds of years. This is what they're doing to subvert the culture and twist the minds of the population. Majority of people that are awake are going to see this thing and they're going to go, this is one of the dumbest things I've ever looked at in my entire life. I cannot believe millions of dollars was spent to lie to us. But then you're going to have the other side of the spectrum where you're going to have the people that continue to follow the mainstream narrative and they're going to look at this and say, oh, man. Hey, hey, wife. Hey, babe. We need to go stock up on our Kellogg cereal right now. We need to make sure we get egg substitute. We need to stop using whole eggs. Make sure you get that vegetable oil, the the canola oil, the rapeseed oil, the the really, really bad one. Make sure you get that one because that's what they're telling us to use. This is what they're doing, and this is why you're seeing so many people across the globe and across this country that are getting sicker and sicker and sicker. If people didn't realize it by now, Every single thing the government has told us to do has been horrific for our overall health, period. Don't take vitamin C. Don't use ivermectin if you get COVID. Don't use D3. All these are unapproved. You need to get an RNA gene therapy shot. That's the only thing that will protect you. Oh, you do not need to eat whole eggs and butter. Eat substitute eggs fried in vegetable oil and eat your lucky charms with it. All that other stuff, it's bad, bad, bad. What they're doing, again, is to make up, down, good, bad, right, wrong. It's to twist everything on its head. Once you understand that, you can combat it with truth. But this right here, this thing that I saw today, and I'm going to put it on the website. You guys can research it. It is so embarrassing, the very fact that they're putting this out there as truth, as a nutrient profiling system. doesn't surprise me. But then again, it shows me how aggressive they're trying to make sure they put the propaganda out there so that people do not know the truth. This is why Bill Gates is the number one farmland holder in the entire country. This is why the Chinese Communist Party firms is the number two landholder of farmland in the country. They're going to do everything they can to control the food supply. I promise you that. That's already in the works right now. The only thing they want is everybody eating their Lucky Charms, eating their substitute eggs, getting their shots, and going to the doctor on a weekly basis to continue to get their medication refill. That is literally their overall goal now. I have realized that. I've researched it. Make your own decision. And, my friends, please, do your research when you're buying food. Read the ingredients. Look at what's in it. Don't just blindly buy stuff because you got direct direct targeted marketing on your television or on your phone because you said something. Do your own research and make your own informed decision about what you're putting in your body because there is a war right now on our health. That's very, very clear and evident, and it is important now more than ever that we get the truth out there and continue to try to keep other people as healthy as possible. What do you think, Dad?
1: Uh, You know, often years ago I was on a talk show in Atlanta, and I told this story a few years ago. I'll tell it again. And it was with Stephen Vicky. And it was the number one talk show in Atlanta. It was a huge show. And I think you did it with me a couple of times. You actually, we actually parked the RV on a rooftop parking garage right next to the studio. And we actually, I went in the next next morning. I had done the show repeatedly over the years. Always had a huge response because it was the number one show in Atlanta. And the people in Atlanta are very, very well educated in most cases. And it was interesting because I did a show on the top ten foods, never to eat, had a phenomenal response. We promoted our Eat, Drink, and Be Healthy program while we were doing it and did a, had a really good response on that. Well, then about a week later, Steve, the head guy on the show, calls me up and said they got a tremendous amount of blowback from Emory University. Now, Emory University is a very well-ranked school in Atlanta, and it basically uh, has a big nutrition program, a big health program there. And they basically said that I didn't know what I was talking about. When I cover the top 10 foods, never to eat because I had said to eat eggs cooked in butter, okay, which you just mentioned earlier. This is why I'm talking about that. I said eat eggs cooked in butter, not in margarine because hydrogenated oils were one of my top 10 foods never to eat and still are on my top 10 list never to eat. And Emory absolutely pitched a biatch fit, to be honest with you. They were mad because I was putting out disinformation on the airwaves in Atlanta. And they demanded equal airtime to come onto the Steve and Vicky show and basically refute everything that I had said. And I thought, well, that's interesting. So Steve called me up and told me that. I said, well, whatever. And, you know, everybody got a t- title to their own opinion. Said so I've got the research behind mine because I had specifically warned about hydrogenated oils This back, I'm pretty sure it's back in the 90s. And so what ended up happening is they came in and told everybody about how great margarine was and how great Crisco was and how great hydrogenated oils were and how much better they were than butter. Blah blah blah. And uh, that was the end of it. About six months later, the Food and Drug Administration and the USDA and all the rest of the people got involved because of the dangers of trans fats, which are what hydrogenated oils are, and they decided they had to start listing the amount of trans fats on the labels of all the products that we consume as consumers, and, you know, hydrogenated oils and trans fats. And they said that the problem was they couldn't come out with a recommended daily amount that was safe because none of it was safe. It was so toxic. And so uh, Steve and Vicky called me back. And they said, "Can you do another show on this? Because you know everything you said now is being confirmed by the FDA, and rather than by Emory University." And I said, "Absolutely. I'll talk about the hydrogenated oils again and how bad they are." Now, Emory didn't know what to do this time because this time I came on and I had the FDA behind me, and this time I did it from the house. I didn't do it via the. I wasn't in studio; I was at the house because I wasn't sure how long I was going to have on the air, and I wanted to drive all the way to Atlanta because I didn't know what the show was going to be like after what Emory had done. And what they had completely just come in and given out all that bad information out about trans fats. And so I ended up uh, – first thing, Vicki Steve – Steve calls me up on the phone. It's a telephone interview, and he says, you know, Emory University says you're crazy. <laughs> so that's why we started the show, <laughs> or you're nuts or whatever. And my response back to Steve was they're absolutely right. And he goes, what do you mean they're right? I said, well, I'm crazy enough to believe that we don't have to lead the world when it comes to heart disease, diabetes, and cancer. The leading cause of death in our children doesn't have to be cancers other than accidents, and that we don't have to have the you know the highest infant death rate you know globally. And a lot of this with infant leukemia. I said I don't believe this is all necessary. I think we can change our diet. Then I brought the FDA in, and he said, "Well, you know, you were right, and Emory was wrong about the hydrogenated oils and trans fats." Remember, now, this was like 25 years ago. I'm sure Emery doesn't feel that way anymore. But the reality is, is that you know I was already ahead of the curve doing the top 10 foods to never to eat list. You know, back. Over 30 years ago, because it was obvious to me that margarines were trans fats and they were incredibly unhealthy to eat because they took like, let's say canola oil and they bubbled nickel through it with a catalyst nickel, nickel, and they took that liquid oil, they turned it into a saturated fat. It kind of made, uh, you know, a solid out of it and they could, they could put yellow food coloring into it and then they could basically sell it as margarine. That's what it is. It's awful. It's an awful product. Same thing with Crisco. Well, this new food chart that you read off of this morning, Austin, basically is just reconfirming the absolute ignorance that we have at the university systems as far as how bad food really is. They don't see that because a lot of these guys are on the payroll, and they have all these grants set up, like you said, tens of millions of dollars that are given to these organizations to set up these food charts and promoting the food that they're being paid to promote. You say, well, it can't be that corrupt in science. It's that corrupt are giving mRNA shots to children that sterilized them. <laughs> they're saying it's approved by the FDA now. So way back when, you know, 25 years ago, the FDA wasn't nearly as corrupt as it is now. Even though 60 minutes had come out and done a big big show on it back in the 90s and they called it the revolving door policy of the Food and Drug Administration because they were slamming the approval of aspartame by the Food and Drug Administration. So all of the stuff that's being given to us is because they consider us to be subhuman subpar species to the people that run the planet, and that we are basically being fed the pig slob, the stuff that nobody wants to eat, the stuff that's unbelievably unhealthy for you, but give it to the cattle, give it to the pigs, give it to the hogs, because they don't deserve to live anyhow, and we're trying to kill them with the eugenics protocol, and we're trying to kill them basically by mass sterilization, so we're trying to get rid of them anyhow, so what does it matter what they eat? (laughs) You go, wow, Ted, that's a lot to say you know, in a couple of minutes. Well, yeah, it was, and I want to say one other thing too. This group has been doing this for a long, 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 long time. Uh, Back in the 1600s, I'm going to use some ancient history now, uh, King Charles I, he had uh, thrown the Kabbalist Luciferian uh, weirdos out of england uh, his, his predecessors had several hundred years earlier as far as putting in their international banking systems and putting in all of their you know fiat money and all of their babylonian money magic which these guys who basically do all that claim to that, that dollars for that babylonian mal- money mal- magic was given to them by baal be the god baal's lucifer by, by human sacrifice just thought i'd throw a few these little facts in with you guys now they say that's where it came from and what's interesting king charles the first did not want to have them back into england now there were some other things that he did too he, he got he married somebody that wanted to marry and they said he was basically not doing the best for england and then some guy named oliver cromwell which you guys have probably heard of led the parliamentarians basically uh against the king and these formidable forces won an important victory against the king's royalist forces at marston Moor in 1644 and at naseby in 1645 and and what ended up happening is King Charles was basically arrested and put before a high court controlled by his enemies. And they took the king and they took his head off. They beheaded him. They beheaded the king of England. I kid you not because one of the reasons he wanted to put – did not want the bankers back into England. And this this monarchy was then abolished. And Cromwell, of course, he was Cromwell, assumed control of the new English commonwealth. In 1658, however, Cromwell died. And he was succeeded by his eldest son, Richard who was forced to flee to France the following year with the restoration of the monarchy and the crowning of Charles II, the son of Charles I. Oliver Cromwell was both post- proshumously the guy who killed the monarch. He was basically convicted of treason after he was dead, and his body was dug up from its grave in West- Westminster Abbey. It was disinterred, and then they hanged his dead body from the gallows at Tyburn. <laughs> I guess this is what you got to go to to stop some of this mess you got to dig up the dead people and convict them of treason and hang them. Uh, I guess we could do that with a lot of people that have been involved with the United States and what they've done for the past hundred years. And I would probably dig up Woodrow Wilson and do the same thing to him because of what he did. And and so what happened is – this group of people, about three or four hundred years earlier, and the reason they were so about going in England and invading it, they were very angry. They were they were in part of Ukraine, and this was this mafia group that were the snake people, and they continued the sacrifice of the young children and infants to blood sacrifices, ceremonies to Baal. It's the same group, the synagogue of Satan, that had been carried through for you know a thousand years. That you know they've been around since, since the beginning, and this group became known as this Kabbalistic Luciferian mafia, and these leaders. They developed this really extensive spy network, and they found out that the Russia was going to come in there and invade their country, and they quickly left their country along with all of their wealth. But then they plotted king against the they plotted eternally revenge against the Russians and the surrounding nations that had invaded the country there that they were in the Ukraine. And then, to accomplish their invasion, they hired Oliver Cromwell, that's why I gave you this information a minute ago, to murder King Charles I and make England safe for the Kabbalist Luciferian banking again. They began the English Wars, which raged for nearly a decade, re- resulting in the reg- regicide of the royal family and hundreds of genuine English nobility. And this is how the city of London was set up as the banking capital of Europe. It was through Oliver Cromwell killing King Charles I. This is how they got their inroads in there to start with, and they lost the beginning of the British Empire. This is what happened. Okay? Now, when you understand this, you understand who these guys are and what they're doing. And, and how they basically used their vast fortune then to enter into a new banking system that was based on secret Babylonian money magic that they said, again, they'd learned from the evil spirits. And what they did, they, this money magic involves the substitution of paper credit certificates for gold and silver deposits, which allowed travelers to travel with their money in a form that offered easy replacement should they lose the certificates or have them stolen, because that was the problem back then. If you were running around with a bag of gold on your hip, on your waist – If somebody decided to hit you in the head and take your bag of gold, there wasn't much trace in the bag of gold they started issuing these certificates of money on deposit. It's kind of like a cashier's check that could be reissued. You see that in that movie with Liam Neeson that he did, Rob Roy. His basically head guy would have borrowed some money, about a 1,000 pounds, I guess, from the local lord in town. And they set this guy up to rob him after he had the cash and he didn't want the cash he wanted a certificate he did not want cash and they said well you can take the cash or you're not going to get anything so they gave him the cash so they could rob him and they took the money from him and then of course they killed him and they you know buried his body so then everything proceeds around that as far as the rest of that movie but you know what's interesting them these people basically didn't came into germany the rothschild family did who was part of this and they, they actually, their name was Bauer, and they changed it to Rothschild, and that's they were also Kabbalist Luciferians, and they were brought into that sect by the guy, Sabatine Zevi out of 1666 when all this other stuff was going on. And when you understand that these five the, – the, the Rothschilds had five sons who then infiltrated and took over European banking in the city of London's central banking system to basically covert operations like they do now, including a false report of Napoleon winning against the British when he actually lost – And this allowed the Rothschilds to use fraud and deception to steal the wealth of the English nobility and and basically the gentry who had made business investments with the city of London banking institutions. And what they did, they had a series of – how should I say – towers set up that they could see across the English Channel. And they basically said that Napoleon had won the war and not lost at Waterloo. And so everybody started selling their investments. And then the Rothschilds put that false information up, which then allowed them to come back in and buy these investments up for pennies on the dollar. Complete stock market manipulation as they have continued to do today. And all of this stuff was the black art of Bunny Babylonian money magic. And because they basically continued to feed their children to Lucifer and feed him the energy from these children. And so, all of these people, these groups that are involved in all this, these synagogue of Satan people, these are enemies at the gates. And we need to realize that. You know, when the, in the 1600s, when they killed these British royals, they substituted their own fakes. And in the 1700s, they murdered the French royals. Right before World War I, they murdered the Archduke Ferdinand to start World War I. And in 1917, they ascended their, their same Kabbalist army with the Bolsheviks and infiltrated and attacked Russia murdered the Tsar and his family in cold blood. They bayoneted his favorite daughter through the chest, and they stole all the Russian gold, silver, and art treasures. And right before World War II, they murdered the Austrian and German royals, and they got rid of the Chinese royals, and they disempowered the Japanese rulers. They did The same group that did all this stuff. And, and they absolutely hate Jesus. Uh, they also were involved in the assassination of McKinley, and of Lincoln, and of JFK. So they have done the same thing to the United States. And then they set up, The group set up (laughs) through the British Empire because they were upset because they were sending so much money to China for its high-quality silk and spices that weren't available anywhere else. They then, through their Kabbalist international network, heard of Turkish opium and its habit-forming characteristics, and they deployed a covert operation to buy Turkish opium and sell it in China. Then they affected millions with basically a heroin opium habit that brought back gold and silver to the Rothschild coffers but not to the British people. The opium Addictions created by the Rothschilds' sales to China harmed China so much that China went into war on two occasions to stop it. These were known as the Boxer rebellions or the Opium Wars. The money to the Rothschilds game the sale of opium was so vast that they became even more addicted to the easy money that opiates addicts on the opium to the to the people on the planet. They were the. Funding source behind the establishment of the American colonies by incorporating the Hudson Bay Company and other trading companies to exploit the new world of America's. A lot of people say they were also involved in the mass extermination of the indigenous people, the Indians in America, to allow for the expansion of the vast and, – and the expansion into the explota- exploitation of the vast natural resources. You know, And this goes on and on and on and on and on, and that's why I say to you they're the same ones who started the international slave trade. That basically took these African leaders who were selling their own citizens into slavery and then basically sold them to the colonies, to the international banking cartels out of Russia, uh, out of England. All of this stuff is something that I've talked about repeatedly on the show, but I just wanted to kind of put it all in a little little template for you that you could follow more easily. And you know, and then when they tried to set up the American Central Bank, you know, again in 1832 they were blocked by President Andrew Jackson who called them satanic and about and basically said they were just a brood of vipers and serpents. He, he loathed these guys because he knew who they were. And they continued to do this over and over and over again. In 1913, like I mentioned earlier, they got Woodrow Wilson, who was highly basically compromised because of his affairs he'd had at Princeton, and many people believe he had syphilis and he wasn't dealing right mentally. And they basically blackmailed him to bring us the Federal Reserve System and also to bring us the income tax system in the United States. All of this stuff. When you realize what happened, you know that this thing, they, 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 they had the unconstitutional Federal Reserve Act. They passed it on Christmas Eve. I mean, who in the world is working on Christmas Eve? And they did it without a required quorum or majority. Uh, that act was then signed by the crooked, bought-off Wilson, who was a traitor to America, like the other members of Congress who voted for it. And all of this stuff, all of this stuff, all of this stuff, including the FBI and how compromised it is and how they've continually blocked the prosecution of Hunter Biden and his laptop. All of this stuff is the same group of people. You know, they support and control J. Edgar Hoover, who was a cross-dressing transgender weirdo pervert. And he basically got all of this information on so many members of Congress. And that whole program has continued to expand, you know, through the Mossad and through MI6 and through the CIA and through crooked members of the military and crooked members of these secret societies. And this is the group now that still continues to plan and run the planet. And they're the bloodline families, the same groups of families that basically started the Federal Reserve. It's not just the Rothschilds. There's a whole group of them. But they're the ones who control and operate through State Street, Vanguard, and BlackRock, and through the Aladdin program that we've talked about so many times. And these individuals are completely and com- totally dedicated to Lucifer, Baal, or Moloch, or einsof pick a name, it's all the same entity, and they worship this thing, this fallen snake in a tree, uh, as if he's God, and, and they really believe that when they turn the world completely upside down, that they can resurrect him from the pit, and he can come out of the temple steps, like it says in Thessalonians, and declare himself God, and then the entire world will be underneath their control, And they can go ahead and continue with the depopulation of the planet and turn right back around and have about 2,500 slaves each is what the the writing says. And this is the Khazarian group that the Bible calls the synagogue of Satan that's been around since, (laughs) since Moses basically left Egypt and the 70 elders met with Lucifer while Moses supposedly met with God. This is from their own teaching. This is what they say. And they considered him to be the real God and Moses' God to be not the real God. This is the same group that has permeated through our historical system for thousands and thousands of years that have remained hidden in the shadows by putting cutouts and hiring people to run their devious schemes for them, which don't allow them to ever be pointed out as the ones involved. I talked about this yesterday. So I want to cover that with you because – I want to go into detail with because because it's the same group now that's paying to have that new food stuff put out that Austin just talked about. It's the same group that is doing the COVID shots and killing all of the people. It's the same group that's sterilizing the children, the boys and the girls. It's the same group, same group, same group. They want to set up a new world government with a new world religion under Lucifer. This is the group. So now you've got a little summer you can give your friends. You say, well, that all sounds crazy to me. I've never heard of some guy named Cromwell. Look it up. Just look it up. And I'll post these articles for you on the website. But, guys, it's so important. You know, sometimes what you don't know, you need to know. And sometimes we need to have historical accounts of how the infiltration of England happened with the beheading of the king to get these guys back into England after they've been banned for hundreds of years because they're unjust money practices and their usury. All of this stuff is in history. The problem is it's being erased as quickly as it's being discovered because they don't want you to know who they are. They like to hide in the shadows. They want to be the cockroaches that scurry under the refrigerator. That's why yesterday I said I'm not going these guys these guys keep calling them the financial elite. They're not, they're the financial scum. I'm not an elite, which is Satanists. I wish people would stop writing that, stop saying that. It's ludicrous. But I want to give you that summary this morning to let you know who's doing this, including telling us to continue to eat poison food. And by the way, eggs have the highest protein efficiency ratio of any food period they're one of the easiest foods to digest period they're loaded with sulfur which is incredibly good for your hair and for your and for your skin and they're one of the best foods you can eat i have 3 eggs cooked in organic butter every single day i cook it in a cast iron pan i will not use teflon don't ever use teflon and what i do i put a couple drops of olive oil in the pan i wipe it down with olive oil first to make it kind of like non-stick surface and then i put a tablespoon of butter in it and i have my 3 eggs Every single morning stabilizes my blood sugar for the show makes me feel good for about four, three or four, five hours. And it really helps you to maintain weight. When you go out and have your, your junk food cereals, that's all sugar. You spike your sugar. It dumps off at around 10 o'clock by the insulin that's created from all the glucose you dumped into your bloodstream. That makes you feel sluggish, makes you feel foggy, makes you feel. Like you can't think clearly, so then you need another sugar fix or another coffee hit or whatever, and that's why I use the green tea because the green tea gives me a good stoke in the morning, get me going in the morning. And I use it through the purple sticks. The purple sticks are amazing. They're on sale now, and this is the thing that we need to understand. They want you to eat junk. They want you to eat pork. They want you to eat – let me ask you a question. If Lucifer is the father of lies, and that's he basically started the lie in the very beginning with Adam and Eve – the Bible even says that and Jesus calls him out for that, father of lies, and, and so he's telling you through all of these organizations that he owns and he runs and basically controls, you know, through these cutouts that eggs are bad, that pork is good, that beef is bad. Shouldn't you believe the exact opposite of that? <laughs> I mean, why would you believe the lie? And so that's the problem that you run into. I've got a friend of mine; he had some had had a, had, had some bad had a, had had a bad childhood upbringing. And I asked him one time, he raised some really good kids and I asked him, I said, how do you, how have you learned to raise these kids and do so well with them? And he goes, well, it's simple. I think about what my parents would have done. And I'd do the opposite. <laughs> I started laughing. I said, that's awful. He goes, well, it's, it's the way I was raised. He says, I realized they made a lot of mistakes. Either they didn't care or basically didn't want to be involved with anything. He said, but I learn. Well, I'm telling you the same thing. When the Food and Drug Administration and the USDA and all these different alphabet agencies start coming in and telling you there's certain things you should do, certain things that you shouldn't do, right? You know, Maybe you don't need to listen to them, like not get a COVID shot. I mean, when they start telling you that you have to give COVID shots because you won't get COVID, now they find out the only people that are really coming down with hard COVID are the people that have been shot up. My my buddy from the car dealership who got all those blood clots after he had three shots and the boosters bragged about it. He now had to go in the hospital to have his legs and veins stripped. I've been trying to talk to him as far as getting out, finding out what's going on with him, and he's so debilitated even after a month after the surgery, he can't even pick up the telephone. And there's a high probability he's not going to make it. And that's sad to me because he was a good guy. he really was. but he believed the lie. Life has come into the world, is what the Bible says, but the world has preferred the darkness. Don't prefer the darkness. You know, This is the only show that I know of that just told you what I just told you. I went through all the detail, all the way back with Cromwell. Most people don't go into those types of details because they don't either know it or they don't think it's relevant. I tell you what, guys, if you don't study history and you don't see what they've done to us, it's going to be the same thing they're going to do to us again. And the only way you can resist it and say no is you have to know what their game plan is, and their game plan is always redundant. They always do the same thing over and over and over again because it continues to work, and people don't read historical accounts, so they don't want to know. So please, stay frosty, stay prayed up, pray every day. I prayed for you guys again this morning and continue to dig into the truth of what this really is and who these people really are and what they really believe and what they do. What do you think, Austin, what's your next story?
0: Oh, you're absolutely right. I mean, and this the thing about this is, I mean, even the very name of what they're doing with this nutrition science to help consumers, this nutrient profiling system, it's called the Food Compass. Well, invariably... Every time you hear the word compass, you think of what direction, right? You get on a boat, you get on, a, you know, if you're flying, you get on a boat, you get on a plane. If you're actually operating it, you got to know where north, south, east, west is if you want to get anywhere, right? You just got to know. You got to know the direction that you're going. So this is the direction, the proper direction on the food you need to eat. The food compass, great from a marketing strategy. Absolutely horrific information on here, but again, this is what they're always good at. It's the same thing. Joseph Goebbels said that we brought over here after World War II from Nazi Germany, and we started implementing through the CIA. If you make the lie big enough and you tell the lie long enough, eventually the vast majority of people will believe anything. That's exactly what they're doing here. You know, Lucky Charms, substitute eggs—definitely a thing you need to eat. Don't eat whole eggs. Don't eat beef, even though if you look at people that actually eat whole eggs all the time, like Dad and I, our cholesterol blood work's usually always perfect. Energy levels perfect. Hormone levels are always within good range, but yet they don't want you to know that. Again, do your own research. Also, too, and other news. This is interesting. I'm glad that somebody over in Europe is actually starting to speak up about what's happening. A member of the European Parliament is pretty much now. She came out. They were having a big meeting, and uh, she blatantly said that this vaccine coercion is the worst crime ever committed on humanity. This is German MP Christine Anderson i got to give this lady credit for actually speaking up. Most people are too scared or they just don't know. And she said the coercion of people being forced to take this COVID shot is the biggest crime ever committed on humanity. She goes on to say, and I quote, this vaccine campaign will go down as the biggest scandal in American history. Moreover, it will be known as the biggest crime ever committed on humanity. And I have to agree with her if the truth and information is put out there. She went on to talk about the one of the main issues we're seeing now with mass flight cancellations and staff shortages and airports and planes is all done because of this shot. This shot has been the number one culprit, either through people becoming too sick where they can't come back to work after they get the shot, or a lot of pilots that have said, no, I'm retiring, retiring early, done, not getting the shot. I mean, you've seen that. I've talked about with Delta, with American Airlines, these pilots walk off, like, done, I'll retire, have fun. You guys keep your little clot shot. And, I commend these guys for standing up for it. And it's you know, it's rough that a lot of them were put in this situation. But the very fact we still have businesses and companies and countries that are still telling people you have to get the shot. You have to have your vaccine passport like they're doing in Canada. I mean if you don't have a vaccine passport in Canada and you go into Canada, you have to still mandatory uh, quarantine, I think fourteen days now. I was reading about it the other day. You gotta have the vaccine app on your phone. They can track and trace you. What? aren't we past this whole thing? I mean, down here in Florida, we stopped participating in COVID a long time ago. Uh, not a lot of the rest of the country in the world apparently is still ongoing because they want to keep pushing the lie. And what's interesting about this now, you know, I saw a article somebody had sent me from 2020. You know, this is kind of a you know flashback in time. And it was in October 24th, 2020, and it was in Burbank, California, when the city of Burbank mandated masks and law enforcement was not getting involved in trying to handle mask mandates so the city of Burbank actually hired independent security contracting team to go out and enforce, I kid you not to actually go out and enforce people to wear masks everywhere they go. They literally had to go hire mall cops to force people to wear masks including the bike path downtown Burbank and Magnolia Park business district. (laughs) They said they the city announced they were hiring outside contractor in engineering to enforce mask wearing in populated locations. This is what they did. Can't forget this, guys. And yet now we're still seeing the fact that stuff didn't work. None of it worked. And the shots have made it much worse. Interesting enough, I saw out in uh, Italy... This, this is very strange now. This is an article from blogger Tom Stahl. He reported at the beginning of July, over like the first week in July now, the reports there's already been at least 11 vacationers that have dropped dead on Italian beaches. They said roughly 48 million people have been it- in Italy have already received their two doses of the controversial COVID injection. Roughly 90.1% of the total population over 12 years of age. Uh, yet, there's still people dropping dead left and right. And it goes into detail. All these different people that were on the beach during the July 4th weekend suddenly just fell over ill or fell over the heart attack. And, of course, the mainstream media tried to put it as it was, it was a heat wave. But there's a heat wave in Italy. That's, that's why people are dropping dead on the beach, really, because there's never been an issue with excessive heat on a beach killing people left and right over a weekend. But, yeah, it's happening. We're seeing this more and more and more now. The more they keep pumping these shots in there, buddy, the more you're going to see it. It's just going to happen. And then, in all this going on right now, California and their infinite stupidity, they have now decided that I guess they can't generate enough money on top of money, on top of tax, on top of theft, on top of more theft. They have now come in, and they're getting the EPA to come into California to tax Private property owners who have private wells on their land and force them to put meters on their wells to pay based on how much water volume they're using out of their own well. I kid you not. The California Globe reported Wednesday – they basically, the letter advised a San Diego resident that they will have to now report the volume of well water they use and pay a fee per acre foot of water extracted starting in February 2023. The letter was of the official he- letterhead of California Water Board sent under the authority of the unbelievably corrupt communist individual, Governor Newsom over there, and uh, yeah, this is interesting now, so they're going to have to pay an annual $300 per well that they have, plus the meter on the water, and send in a monthly usage report, and what California residents said, this is one of the most unconstitutional rackets I've ever witnessed, the government is providing no service, they're providing no support, they're providing no product, they're not even handling the billing." They're telling you that you have to pay to have a meter put on, pay a month or a yearly price to keep the meter on, and then basically report back what the meter says and pay a tax every single month on the water you use or else – now I don't know what is going to happen when people say I'm not going to put a meter on my well. I can't. I can't even fathom this. So you're saying now California has the right to tax you on using well water that's on your property? Well, not saying they have the right to do it, but I'm saying that California and their communist entities think they do. This is all about exactly what Swab said in the World Economic Forum. They want to make it so price prohibitive. For you to actually own anything, to maintain anything, to provide anything, to build anything, that they want people to simply go, I give up. Just put me in a little apartment, cover my bills, give me a free house or free apartment, and I'll just I'll just live there for rent, or I'll just rent there and pay a rent fee, and it's not really ever mine, and I just kind of rotate it out with people. That's their overall goal. They want to bring everybody back to peasants. Remember, the peasants didn't own really anything, and then you know the knights, nobility. They owned everything. The peasants like worked the land, and they got a few coins here and there when they were good little peasants. And they worked good, and that was it. They they lived in housing that was basically on king's land, and that's what they did. They went and worked, and they were paid to work, and they owned nothing. That's the term. That's becoming peasants. There's peasants. They're, they're nothing. They're just they're they're literally workers that work for a few coins, and they owe nothing. This is exactly what they're trying to bring back in because when the United States Constitution and the Bill of Rights was put together, as Dad said, it made all men sovereign. We were essentially all kings at that point. Nobody had any ownership over us. I mean for the longest time, you go out to Montana. This is back you know, in the late 1800s. You just went out to Montana and you plotted off a stake of land. You said, this is my land. I'm putting stakes here. This is my property. I'm going to raise cattle up here. I'm going to grow my own food and this is mine. That was pretty cool back then, guys. I mean, that, but granted the arduous journey to get up there and the Indians and the tornadoes and the droughts and the snowstorms and all the peril you had to push through to get up there, you know, you paid that price and that's what you did back then. But that was the dream. That was the goal. That was, dude, I'm, I'm free. I'm going to go out here and stake off my own property. See, that's, that's no good. As far as from the World Economic Forum, they have to control all that at all costs, including going in and now taxing people that have their own wells. I couldn't, I couldn't even – had time fathoming that. I thought it was a satire when I first read it. And then I was like, nope, it's, this is California. This has definitely got to be pretty legit out there. So, again, this is why you have to call this stuff out. And I really hope – I really hope there's enough California residents in this area that stand up to this and say, no, we're not complying. What are you going to do, come out here and cap our wells off? I mean – I mean, how are you supposed to maintain this? You're not fixing anything. You're not maintaining anything. You're not providing anything. You're simply telling us we use water on our own property. We now have to pay money to do so. Unbelievable on this. But again, this is where it's headed, and this is why it's so important that people continue to push back. Civil disobedience is one of the most effective tools. I've told you guys this before. This is one of the primary reasons why in Florida we pushed through COVID so fast we pushed all through mandates and restrictions in most areas because vast majority of us were like, no, I'm not complying with this. I'm not going along with this. I did it so many times I can't even keep up in restaurants and places we would go. No, if you don't want to allow me to basically come to your business and give you money and support you, and you're telling me I can't do so without wearing basically a muzzle on my face, then I'm just going to go somewhere else. And I had some people say, oh, you don't worry about it. Come on in. And I had other people say, no, you have to leave now. I'm the mass Nazi. You shall not enter. You shall not pass. And you're like, okay, cool, bro. Good luck with that. And I've never been back again, many places. Again, if one or two people does it, it's not, it doesn't really do a whole lot. I'll tell you that right now. When a huge portion of the population does it, I can tell you from experience, it makes a significant difference in forcing change. Because once people realize that are in these little positions, that they have this big control, and they know they have this control over people, if people comply, They realize really fast when people stop complying that they don't have control over anything. Remember what I've told you guys before? Everybody has a right to say yes or no to something. You go in and and complying and being complacent, you're giving them your consent. You're rolling up your sleeve. You're signing your signature on that form. Every single person that has gotten a shot, every single person that has gotten this COVID shot has put their signature on a form and consented to get in that shot. 100% of the United States, I've not found anything that basically is diverted from that. Every person that has gotten that shot hasn't signed a form. You consented to it. And understand that when you consent to something, that no longer becomes your choice anymore. Now you are giving consent and handing over your rights to somebody else. Okay, now I'm going to inject you with this because you consented. Don't consent. Stand up. Stand your ground and continue to push forward on this. What do you think, Dad?
1: Well, it's what they always have to do. They have to have your consent. They have to tell you what they're going to do to you. And if you don't say no and say I'm not going to do this, then basically you have consented to omission. You basically have not said yay or nay. So they automatically assume that you're okay with it. It's but again part of that 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 satanic you know white magic stuff they use from their kabbalah Luciferian networks. That's what they believe. They have to because they believe if you don't tell somebody what you're going to do to them, then at that point you're basically responsible for what happens to them, and you get have to pay back. The, in their own words, karma on the other side of the veil when you leave this earthly plane. So I mean, guess they have to continue to tell us all of the lies, and you know, so we'll accept them. So we'll basically be their our blood won't be on their hands. I guess I, these people are so twisted and sick. I mean, like again, this whole thing with the Zohar and the Kabbalah. I know the outskirts of it. I've never gone into depth as far as really researching it. I know about the You have to pray to the archangels. you got to pray to the snake in a tree. Uh, you, you, know, you, you well, I'm sorry. You have to pray to the archangels to give your news to the snake in a tree who's too busy to talk to you. His name's Isop. And I've done a whole show on this before, so I'm not going to reiterate that show again today. But it's that group of people again that they want to continue to control you. By the way, uh GOP representative Matt Getz, he tells a female reporter that women – Protesting the repeal of Roe v. Wade need not worry about abortion access because they're too ugly and overweight to get pregnant. Now, I'm sorry. I, I I don't. I know. I know that's that's a rough thing to read on a show, and you're probably saying, "Why did Ted cover that?" Well, I'll read you what he says. I'm not going to try to speculate. The Florida congressman on Saturday used a Turning Point USA Student Action Summit to mock women who were demanding access to abortion. Why is it that the women with the least likelihood of ever getting pregnant are the ones most worried about having abortions, he said. On Monday, Gatz was asked to explain his comments and clarify whether he meant pro-choice protesters were ugly and overweight, to which he replied, yes. <laughs> Ask how he felt about those who may be angered by his remarks, Gatz replied, be offended. On May, he called pro-choice women overeducated, underloved millennials who sadly returned from their protest to a lonely microwave dinner with their cats. I got to repeat that last sentence. Okay, I'm trying not to laugh. Okay, this is terrible, but I don't really think I should laugh. But I'm this is just horrible. In May, he called pro-choice women overeducated, underloved millennials who sadly returned from their protest to a lonely microwave dinner with their cats. And uh, just, you know, I'm going to post this article for you so you can read it. And If you want to be offended by it, go ahead. This is this guy's opinion. And this is why we have to bring out stories like this. You know, it's like with Dave Chappelle. I mean, I don't I don't care for Dave Chappelle. I mean, he's got a foul mouth, but he does tell some funny jokes. But when he tells his transgender jokes, they tell him that he can't. He comes back and says, the very reason when you tell me that I can't is the very reason that I must tell these jokes. I cannot be censored on my First Amendment rights, and these people who are being offended by me telling the truth about their behavioral patterns and what they do – now I'm paraphrasing what he said. They can't tell me what I can and can't say, and and this is is true. I mean you've got to be willing. I remember Mel Brooks. um, He came out with several movies. One of them was Blazing Saddles, and it was just a parody. The whole movie was a parody, as was Young Frankenstein, as was the producers, and he pretty much said, I'm an equal opportunity offender. And he says the only way we can get past things that happened in our past and our history and not basically be – continue to control be controlled by them, we have to learn to laugh at them and to realize who did it, why they did it, and just basically not to let it happen again. And he was right about that. Again, I'm paraphrasing what he said, but the reality is that he's right, and, and so is Dave Chappelle, and so is Getz. I mean you, you've got to be willing to tell the truth. You know, You've got a lot of these pro-liberal – women who basically are very well educated, who have a bunch of cats and who basically have not taken care of themselves and they're not very good looking, and they're very difficult to deal with and to live with. And you end up in a situation where you go, "Wow, are they really like that?" And the answer is, yes, they really are. And, and they're the group that basically are going to these protests. and that's why all of these Hollywood quote unquote actresses who join in in this and start protesting with this and start talking about this and start making these big deals about it using their fame and their notoriety to promote a political agenda. I won't support their movies. Just like with Chris Evans and Captain America, I've mentioned that to you multiple times. I won't go to see another, you know, Thor Marvel Thor movie after this last transgender woke mess. There's all these different things that are happening around and they're allowing us to basically accept or not accept what they're telling us and we choose to accept or not to check by by accept by the use of our pocketbooks and supporting them financially. So if you want to continue to support a group of people that's promoting transgender ideology, like Disney I have no idea why. Go to Disney World. I wouldn't do that. I won't ever pay to go there again. I'm done. Had enough. Finished. One and done and out. I'm over with it. I've had too many issues with Disney World. And you know, all they've done now is just showed everybody how incredibly, you know satanic they are, to be honest with you, by pushing this transgender stuff into wanting to take little children and basically groom them to be trans transgenders and homosexuals. I mean it's sick. But again, that's all part of the Kabbalist network. This is what they're pushing to invert everything that God made that be good to make it evil, make evil good, and they're trying to twist everything upside down so nobody knows what to do, just like it was in Sodom and Gomorrah. When every single man in the city, it says in Genesis 6, or whenever that was before that, it was in Genesis, I don't know the exact verse, the Bible chapter, when, when they said every single man came to basically rape the angels. All of them. Every man came. I mean, that's sick that's the perversion where they want to go back and like with the monkeypox in new york you can't ridicule that being a gay problem <sighs> that's not politically correct but it's a gay problem and it's and, but you can't go out and say anything about it you know on national news because it's a gay problem and they don't want you talking about it because the gays have rights and they can have their gay lifestyle giving each other monkeypox and you can't say anything about it but we have to lock the whole country down again because of the gay rights with monkeypox. It's all stupid. It's political correct garbage, and that's why I refuse to be politically correct on the show, and so does Austin. Anyhow, I love you guys. I appreciate you. You guys are absolutely amazing. Austin, go ahead and finish it up, and I'll talk to tomorrow. And again, thank you for your support of Health Masters.
0: Yes, and referencing what that was saying, that was Genesis 19 with Sodom and Gomorrah. And what's interesting about that, remember, that, that's post-flood, guys. Genesis 6 was the whole flood. This is Genesis 19. This is way after – yeah, Genesis 19 is way after the flood. That's exactly what he was talking about. He said, before they had gone to bed, every man from every part of the city of Sodom, both young and old, surrounded the house and called on the lot. Where are those men who came to you tonight? Bring them out to us so they can basically have their way with them. Um, yeah, again, that was post flood so it shows you how fell how far it fell very quickly thereafter also too though and good news i just got this article in and this is this is good news so far positive news for the kids in this country this is from nbc couple places of course they're all upset about this now it says new poll finds that most parents of children under five have no plans to give them the covid injection this is a big deal guys Now, I really encourage you continue to push the truth out there. Continue to talk to your friends that have these young kids and tell them, please, please don't give these beautiful little children the shots. This poll from the Kaiser Family Foundation released yesterday, more than 40 percent of parents in the poll of children under five said they are definitely not emphasis, definitely not vaccinating their children with a covid shot compared to about 10 percent who said they do want to get their kids vaccinated, according to Kaiser's latest study. And only 7% said they had already gotten their children the injections. That's still sad, 7%. But around a quarter of the parents surveyed said they will wait and see how the vaccine actually works and what will happen, and while 13% said they will only get their children injected with this if it's mandatory for school or childcare, which I I hope and pray that we don't allow that to happen. They said the hesitation isn't just coming from people who are unvaxxed. Even among parents who are vaccinated, one in four, one in four parents that were fully vaxxed said they would definitely not get their child these shots, according to the poll. There's roughly 18 million children eligible, it says, and these findings emphasize the difficulty health officials face in convincing parents to get their young children vaccinated. Thank goodness there are still some parents that are awake in this country, even if they've made the mistake and consent of getting the shot got to deal with your own decisions. But giving these little six-month-old, one, two, three-year-old children the shot, I mean, guys, come on. I mean, a lot of these kids can't even talk yet. They can't even tell you that their chest is hurting. They can't even tell you what's going on. Oh, hey, it's totally safe and effective, guys. We did an eight-week trial on it. We had 4,500 subjects in the test, and we ended up with 1,800 in eight weeks. Uh, yeah, over... Well over half the participants dropped out. Well, I mean, because you know we we had to pull them out. No, you pulled them out because they all started getting unbelievably sick. When there were severe side effects. That's how you skew a research study, guys. As soon as there's an individual or participant that isn't showing what you want them to show, you drop them from the study. They did that. How do you go from 4,500 to 1,800 participants in eight weeks? That's insane amount of dropout in a clinical trial. Again. They wanted to skew the numbers so they could get the FDA to greenlight this thing, which should never, ever have even been discussed on bringing in RNA gene therapy to children under 18, in my opinion, much less under 5. So again, my friends, this is positive news on RM. This means what we're doing, what you're doing, what you're helping us do, continually getting the truth out there and speaking up about stuff, forwarding articles, forwarding mm-hmm. our show. It's obviously making a difference, and there still is some hope for this country in making sure that parents still protect their little ones. So thank you again, my friends, the support of Health Masters. Be sure to check out the website. The Purple Sticks are going to be going on sale as product of the week. Probably do a big sale on them, considering how many people voted. Obviously, everybody wants to pick up some of those, so I'll make sure I take care of you guys today on that. Continue to stand up, my friends. Continue to get the truth out there. I really appreciate the support. If you guys need anything, Healthmasters dot com. We're here to help you out the best we possibly can. If you need to call us, we still pick up the phone. I don't send my phone calls to India. You wanna call, you'll get Steve, you get Ruben, you get me. We're always on the phone all the time. So please continue to get the truth out there. 1-800-726-1834 if you got any questions from Health Masters. And be sure to check out, again, the Ultimate Multiple Powder on sale right now for 20% off. Big sale. We rarely ever do this once a year on this product. Probably one of the best products we carry for overall standalone support. And again... It's on sale through this weekend, so be sure to check it out at healthmasters.com. Continue to keep up the fight, my friends. Stay strong. Stay safe. Have a blessed, safe, awesome night. We'll talk to you again
1: tomorrow as always.